To listen ad-free and to get a shout-out on the show, you can now upgrade to Koala Shine Plus via the link in the show notes. But before we get started on today's episode, I've got a quick word from our friends and trusted sponsors who help make our free stories possible. I'm James Stewart, and in Saving Planet Earth, I'm going to be joined by some of the world's top scientists to introduce you to some of the weird and wonderful ideas being trialled to try and save our planet. Led, of course, by your questions. Hi, James. I know that climate change is affecting our oceans. Is there anything that's being done to look after it? And one of the solutions involves dolphin poo. (laughs) This is Saving Planet Earth. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, no, I'm late again. I really have to hurry, Lisa thought to herself and ran down the street as fast as she could. In the distance, she recognized the bus stop. The school bus was already there. Onward she ran, but suddenly she heard the sound of the engine. Wait! Lisa shouted desperately, but the bus driver did not notice her and drove on. To hear the rest of this story, come on over to Short Stories for Kids podcast, where you get to be the hero in your own story. Hey Koala Kids! Welcome to Koala Shine! I'm Kelly, and I'll be reading you stories and giving you facts and ideas that will send you blasting off into space. Oh, excuse me a moment. Oh, let me just put my scarf on. Ah, here we go. Oh, that's better. Gosh, I was shaking more than an icicle on a wobbly tree branch there. How are we all doing on this fine, wintry day? Is it as cold where you are as it is where I am? Perhaps there's already a thick blanket of snow on the ground. Are your parents having to wake up extra early to make sure the car windscreen isn't all iced up? Well, if it's already chilly where you are, then let me give you fair warning. It's about to get a whole lot colder. Why? Because it's Christmas, silly. And today we're off to the North Pole. Did you know? Because of the way the Earth is tilted on its axis, during wintertime in the North Pole, the sun never rises. That means that between the months of October and March, there's not a single bit of sunlight. It's nighttime all the time. Isn't that weird? But Santa and his elves don't mind so much, because the stars in the sky are so bright and twinkly that they provide enough light to do everything they need to do to prepare for Christmas. So it's just a matter of hoping that the stars are never put out. Now, get your sleds ready. Get your hat on and give your jingle bells a -a ring-a-ding-ding and let's be off. Away we go! Because today is Christmas Eve, the North Pole is all a bustle with activity. Everyone is getting things in order for Santa to set out this evening on his globe-trotting race through the sky. And preparing for that, let me tell you, takes an awful lot of work. At the edge of a pine tree forest, on a land covered in snow, Santa's warehouse is lit up and buzzing. Elves rush to and fro, carrying stacks of presents to load onto Santa's sleigh, checking the bells are working and making sure the reindeers are fed and watered and strong enough to fly all night long. One elf takes a handkerchief and polishes Rudolph's red nose, so it's extra bright. Another takes a spanner and makes a final tweak on a toy car, just to make sure it's working right. 
and another elf stands with a humongous list, ticking off the name of every child in the world to make sure no one gets left out on Christmas night. In amongst all this hustle and bustle, three particular elves are hard at work. Now, nothing about these three elves would make you pick them out from all the others. They're not the most important or the most senior, or the most respected elves on the site. And yet, even though they don't know it yet, these three elves are very special indeed. Because before the night is over, the greatest responsibility imaginable will fall into their three little green trousered laps. To save Christmas from being cancelled forever. So, we should probably meet them. Ah, oh, here they are now, right next to Santa's sleigh. The tall one, with the sparkly glitter all over his pointy hat, that's Sasha. Of all the elves in the North Pole, he's one of the bravest. That's his gift. No matter how hard a task might seem, he'll plant his hands firmly on his hips, shake his head and say, I'm not going to let that defeat me. That's why he always ends up with the scariest jobs on Christmas Eve, like carrying super heavy parcels or brushing the reindeer's teeth. Oh, and the little elf next to him, the one with the toolbox, that's Wiz. They call her that because when it comes to all things technological, she's a real wizard. She's never spotted without her toolbox in hand. She's always making sure the electric toys are working properly, or fixing up the wiring for the green and red lights on Santa's sleigh. And next to them, the elf with his hands in his pockets and the big smile on his face. That's Mungo. Mungo's gift is… well, as a matter of fact, Mungo really doesn't have a gift, as far as anyone can tell. But he's got a big, kind heart, and he loves his friends dearly. There's nothing he wouldn't do for Sasha and Wiz. Just as Wiz gives a flickering light bulb a final tap, Santa Claus himself emerges from the factory doors, all clad in red, with a big black buckle around his big belly. His hair and long beard were as white and as dazzling as the snow. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Thank you, little elves, for helping us get this far. Now the time's come for my yearly journey, guided by the stars. With these words, Santa climbs up onto his sleigh, while all the excited elves gather around. The moment they've all been working for all year round has finally come. Out of his pocket, Santa pulls a contraption with a large screen and a series of buttons. It's his Star Navigator, a device that Wiz herself invented. It allows Santa to navigate through the night by the light and position of the stars. Santa looks up at the sky, where all the stars are out in all their glittering brilliance. Then he takes a finger, looks at his star navigator, and presses the button to switch it on. But then, everything goes black. Suddenly, a great cacophony breaks out. One elf screams, others shout, Hey! What's going on here? Who turned out all the lights? Where did the stars go? Oh no! Ah! Elves blindly bash into each other and trip over in the dark. A befuddled reindeer snorts and stamps its hoof. Then Santa's own voice can be heard, booming out over the others. Who can tell me what has happened here? He asks. Has my star navigator malfunctioned? Wiz puts her fist over her mouth and clears her throat. She invented the Star Navigator, and now she feels the need to defend it. 
The Star Navigator is working just fine, Santa, she says. But it seems the stars have gone out, all by themselves. All by themselves? Santa replies, a little astonished. But without the stars to navigate by, I'll not be able to do my Christmas deliveries. How can we find out what's happened with the stars? Wiz lifts a finger and tells everyone to wait just a moment and she'll be right back. She disappears into the factory, and in the darkness can be heard the sound of her clattering inside. When she returns, she's carrying what looks like a telescope. This is my super sensory scope, she announces. It lets you not only see things that are really far away, but hear and smell and feel and taste them too. We can use it to see what's happened to the stars. Great idea, Wizzy, Sasha whispers, giving her a little nudge with his elbow. Nice, agrees Mungo with a smile. Everybody gathers around waiting with bated breath, while Wiz sets up her super sensory scope, points it at the sky and presses her entire face up to it. A few seconds pass and she says nothing. A few seconds more go by. At last she just says, Oh no! What? Sasha asks, unable to contain himself any longer. Here, let me have a look. And with that, Sasha presses his own face to the supersensory scope. What he sees make the blood in his little elfin veins run cold. It's not that the stars have stopped shining, it's that they've disappeared altogether. In their place, spreading out over the whole sky, is a very nasty-looking, supermassive black hole. For a few seconds, Sasha stares through the supersensory scope in shock. Then, quietly at first, but getting louder and louder, he begins to hear a sound in his ears too. What can it be? He thinks. Then he realises. The cackling laugh of the evil black hole. <laughs> you minions call me Lord Belch, the biggest black hole in the sky. I've opened my mouth and swallowed the stars so you can kiss Christmas goodbye. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, Santa groans sadly, once Wiz and Sasha have explained what they've seen and heard. My greatest arch nemesis, Belch the Black Hole. Oh, he's been trying to thwart me and cancel Christmas for centuries. And he's really gone and done it this time. Without the stars, there's no way my reindeers will be able to travel the night sky. Maybe this time Belcher's finally succeeded. With these words, Santa sinks his face into his big hands. All around there is silence and darkness. No elf makes a peep. Not a single star twinkles in the black expanse of the sky. Each is lost in their own thoughts, contemplating the idea of Christmas without presents and a world without Christmas. But for one elf, such a thought is too awful to bear. Breaking the silence, Sasha stamps his little foot in the snow and says, No way! No way! We're not going to let Christmas be cancelled! Then what do you intend for us to do, little elf? Santa asks him, raising his face from his hands. For a few moments, Sasha frowns hard, trying his hardest to conjure up a plan. Wiz, he says. You're not named Wiz for nothing. 
You're the sharpest elf around here, and you've always got some tricks up your sleeve. Surely you could invent some device to bring back the stars. Wiz is stroking her chin, deep in thought. You can almost hear the cogs in her mind going click, 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 as the wheels of invention start turning. Well, she says at last, if the problem is that Belch has swallowed the stars, then I guess we need to get him to... She trails off, but Mungo answers for her. Uh, unswallow them? Yes, Mungo, she says, her eyes lighting up with an idea. That's right. We need to get him to unswallow them. I know what we need to do. We need to get him to belch. And without another word, Wiz turns on her feet and heads back into the factory. Exchanging looks of curiosity and confusion, Sasha and Mungo, Santa and all the other elves follow after her. They discover her in her little laboratory, where she's tinkering with some glass vials and tubes. They watch as she opens a can of fizzy drink and pours it into a glass beaker. Then she takes a tiny test tube of green liquid and very delicately drops a tiny droplet of it in the fizzy drink, where it hisses and spits merrily. What are you doing there, Wiz? asks Sasha. One moment, Wiz replies. She takes a teaspoon, gives the beaker of pop a final mix, then pours it into a glass bottle. She raises her potion into the air. This here is uber fizzy pop, a most burp-inducing beverage. She passes the uber fizzy pop to Sasha, who peers into it suspiciously before taking a sip. He swallows it. There's an almighty gurgling sound in his stomach before... He lets out a super massive burp. Yippee! He shouts. Sasha hands the bottle to Mungo who also takes a sip, and then... Soon all the elves are taking a sip of the uber fizzy pop and burping and rolling around on the floor in fits of laughter. Santa too! Santa too! They chant. Santa takes a sip. Santa's burps are the noisiest and funniest of the lot. <laughs> nice work, Wiz, Santa says. This is just the kind of thing to make Belch burp out all the stars again. The only problem is, we need to find a way to make him drink it. Wiz agrees, and then explains that they need someone to fly up into space with the uber fizzy pop and get Belch to drink it. The only thing is, that would require someone very, very brave indeed. And who on earth could that be? says Santa. Before Santa has even finished his words, Sasha has stepped forward. He places his hands on his hips, shakes his head and says, No way am I going to let that evil belch defeat us and cancel Christmas. I'll go up into space with the uber fizzy pop, and Mungo can come with me. All of the elves, and Santa too, are delighted that Sasha has volunteered to go. They bring out a toy rocket from the shelves, fix space helmets onto Sasha and Mungo's heads, and help them strap into the rocket. Wiz taps some buttons on her computer, putting in the final coordinates to make sure that Sasha and Mungo travel in the right direction through space. Then she approaches her two friends. Are you sure you're ready to do this? She asks. Sasha and Mungo both nod. Oh yes, says Sasha, we're ready. 
He takes the bottle of uber fizzy pop from Wiz and tucks it safely between his feet. Be extra careful, she says, and get Belch to drink all of it. She gives her two best pals a hug and gets behind her computer. Okay, she calls. Three, two, one, lift off! And with a huge bang, they're off. Hurtling through the sky, through the Earth's atmosphere and out into space. They pass the moon, they pass the planet, they pass a comet trailing its long tail through the cosmos. Woohoo! cries Mungo. This is fun! Sure is, isn't it, Mungo? Sasha replies. Now we've just got to find Belch and get him to drink this pop. The only problem is it's impossible to see him, because it's so dark without the stars. Sasha is right. It is impossible to see. And little do these two elves know that they've strayed much further into space than they've imagined. As Sasha finishes speaking, they feel a strange sensation in their bodies, as though they're being sucked into a whirling, swirling plug hole. And then, just like that, they disappear from the sky. Many thousands of miles below, back on the North Pole of the planet we call Earth, Wiz the Elf's computer starts beeping. Beep, beep, beep. Something is going terribly wrong. She taps the buttons, but the beeping won't stop. Then the color drains out of her face. With eyes full of terror, she looks Santa straight in the face. It's Sasha and Mungle, she says. They've been... They've been swallowed by Belch. Wiz looks up at the starless sky, where somewhere her two best friends and the only hope for the survival of Christmas have just found themselves in terrible danger. Oh dear, oh dear. What a disaster. What do you think will happen next? Let me know your predictions via the link in the show notes. To find out if you're right, Listen to part two, which is available right now. Ah, See you then, koala kids. Oh, I hope they save Christmas. Keep on shining. Koala shine.